0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Tribune Audio Network. You're the mom, the maid, the keeper of the cookies. You do it all, and you look good doing it.
2: It's parenthood on a mother level. Powered by the Quad City Moms Blog, here's your host, Denise Hanitka. Hey
0: everybody, this is On a Mother Level. I'm Denise Hanitka and I'm joined by two guests in the studio today. First with us, as always, is Jessica Holst from the Quad City Moms blog. How's it going?
1: This has been a day. You're having a day. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I feel like Monday is always a day, but you're yeah. really having a Monday of all Mondays. having a
1: Monday, yeah.
0: Yeah, we're going to get into that for sure. Um, also joining us today is Ramessa Kwaja. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. So um, you are a life and relationship coach. Correct. Okay. So do people, when people hear that you're a life coach, do people automatically roll their eyes just a little bit?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Jessica never did that.
0: No, uh, not at all. But I mean, there is a little bit of like this (laughs) stigma behind life coach. Like if you call yourself a life coach, you probably don't have your life together. (laughs) You right?
2: right? I mean, I'm perfect in so many ways. Right.
0: (laughs) Because the last person I heard of becoming a life coach was Cedric from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And he had no business becoming a life coach. I don't know if anyone watches Beverly Hills. But anywho, um, but I was surprised in reading about you that there is a long line of education that comes along with the coaching that you do.
2: Yes, 100%. Um, I mean, there are ways, like first you have to go through your own journey, right? So you know, once I was like, I'm I'm learning all these things about shifting beliefs and like taking some action steps, but then how do I maintain this in my life? And as I'm doing it, it helps as I'm helping others to do it. So it's not just like studying and memorizing. You have to take some risks.
0: So in practicing what you preach, we're going to kind of go through some of your daily strategies for taking on the world. So that'll be coming up here in just a little bit. But first we want to start the way we always start with our, with our on a mother level moments of
1: the week. Jessica, do you want to start with my on the mother level moments or yeah. my mother flubbers? Either way, <laughs> either way. Cause I have lots of those. Okay. So I will start with my, um, My mother flubber first, because that is the most recent. I had to take my kids to the doctor this morning, and you have to fill out all of those forms, and they sent them to me in the mail previously, and I was so on top of my game that the day they came in the mail, I filled them out. Wow. I know. And then I woke up this morning, and I was worried about it. I'm like, where did I put those? And I could (laughs) not think where I put these very important papers for this appointment that I had at 8.30. After I searched the entire house for an hour and a half, I finally found them in the glove compartment of the car. Wasn't that smart of me (laughs) to put them in the car so that I would not have to worry about them? See, that's one of
0: those things where you, when you put something away, (laughs) if you had just left it out, you would be able to find it. But since you put it away, now you can't find it. Yeah. So. I put
1: things in safe places so they don't get lost <laughs> and muddy and eaten by the dog. And then I can't find them.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, really, that's, it's a win because you were Found proactive yeah. and you <laughs> filled and out the forms.
1: Up, and then when I went out to the car, oh, I thought, oh, I wonder if I put them in the car. That's so
0: irritating. Yeah. That's so something that I'm, I would do. I'm so prepared. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we can't just end it with that. So how did you win this week?
1: How did I win this week? Well, so um I was talking to my teenager yesterday in the car, um, which is a great place to talk to your teenagers, by the way. Of course. And um she and I were just chatting and I was telling her how proud I am of her because she kind of just does what she wants and she doesn't really bend to like the conformities that a lot of fifteen year olds feel so much pressure to bend towards. Like you know we were talking about homecoming and things like that and just what would she do in this situation or that situation. And I said I'm really proud of you. I just I look back and I don't necessarily have um I don't regret who I was, but I wish I would have been able to be stronger when especially like in college, when even in college I had friends who would like just mock other people and I didn't stand up for the other people even though the other people didn't know I didn't do the right thing because I didn't want to, like, rock the boat too much. So I just, like, let her call this person a name all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I was just giving that anecdote to Aviana. And my 15-year-old said that um, she thinks that if she hadn't been homeschooled all this time and if she didn't have, get this, such a good support system at home, that she probably wouldn't be who she is right now. And I was like... That's just so great. Thank you. I needed that affirmation so much. Yeah, and I also needed you to remind me of it right now. Yeah, because <laughs> today I forgot all about it. Mm. I
0: love that your kids seem to regularly give you that little boost of saying like, "You're on the right track, mom." Like, <laughs> and and it's like they don't even realize that that's what they're saying to you. No, they don't you even go. realize how you're going to process as what you like what I did is working and what I'm saying is mattering. And you know, gosh, your kid, your kids are so sweet. Mm, They're just the sweetest. Yeah.
1: They're, they're amazing (laughs) kids. I mean, never mind the fact that there is a giant mess in every room of my house right now. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They're great
2: kids. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it funny? Like we focus on like all the things that are going wrong rather than like, Oh, I'm winning. I'm totally like Mm -hmm. have something that I'm doing well. Awesome. Check and check.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's why we need to do the wins and losses of the we week so that we, yeah. can, we can laugh about the, the ways that we're terrible and then also remember like, you know what, we're doing just fine.
1: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I hope that by us doing that, other people listening can look at their own day and think, mm-hmm. how did I win today? You know, because yeah. it's so often something where we can't like say we're good at it. Somebody wrote a, bo- a blog post about like on our, on our um, website about how we don't say we're good moms. We mm-hmm. shy away from that, mm-hmm. from saying, I'm doing it right, you mm-hmm. know, and I think that that's something we really need to be cognizant of and do this with ourselves, you yes. know, do this check-in with Absolutely. ourselves. yeah. Mm.
0: Rue, what do you have for your win for the week?
2: Winning. We're starting with winning. Yes, okay, let's win. So winning, you know, <laughs> dropping off, mm-hmm. uh, so I have a three and a half year old, dropping her off without her like latching to my leg is winning, I yes. think. <laughs> I think that's a big deal. I mean yeah, no, that's a big deal. Like doing the drop off. Usually I have to like hang out in the classroom. Come sit on the rug with me, Mom. And but today was just a nice little drop off, hug, kiss, kiss, and so then I knew I spent enough time with her this weekend. That's yes. Awesome.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. That's so she felt great. good enough to go into yes. the world.
2: Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. That is a win. Because last week, (laughs) I sure felt all the things. (laughs) And she definitely let me know that she needed some more hugs and more tenderness. And then there's been this piece of, um, I don't know if anyone out here, if you've ever been caregivers to your parents. But so I've got, I have an 80-year-old father, a 75-year-old mother, and then a three-and-a-half-year-old, and and then my husband, of course. But juggling all the things. Yes. Yesterday, I was able to... Um, kind of connect. A lot of times we're like, okay, so we're going to spend the time with the parents and then we got to take Zoha so, to ac- activities. But yesterday we were able to have it all in one place at the fountains. There was a petting zoo and a bounce house oh, and food. So it was like winning, like all yeah. making everyone happy and I was having fun in the process. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> was a big win. It oh, is a big win. So my
0: win and my fail all come from the same event, which was my little boy's birthday. So Aww. Abram turns three tomorrow, um, but we had his little party, not party, I don't know, thing at the house. So... Um, we, we wanted to do the smart and responsible parent thing where we didn't get him too many presents because, you know, like it's right. just a three-year-old's yeah. birthday. And so I got well him done. a few monster trucks, which <laughs> is what he wanted, and a couple of dinosaurs. And then the other day, my husband texted me, and he sent me a picture of a monster truck Power Wheels. Oh, And it was like, this wasn't the plan. The <laughs> plan was a few small monster trucks and a few small dinosaurs, and we were going to call it good, but we looked at this stupid power wheels. And we went, Oh no, now we have to get it for him because he loves monster trucks more than life itself. He, he needed to have this monster truck power wheels. So we got it for him mm-hmm. and we stayed up late on Friday night, putting it together. And we were so excited. We literally had to put like the, the axles on and like the drive train and like, Seriously? yes, That's like stuff, we literally like, together, no, right. from the ground up, we're building this power build wheel. <laughs> <weekend. laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oh my god, so amazed. Mm -hmm.
1: Well done.
0: Yeah, so we we gave it to him and he was thrilled and you know it's it's a little hard to figure out the steering um, but he but he got it nailed down. But what makes me laugh about it particularly is that he he kinda does like a like a hot lap across our yard, across (laughs) our neighbor's yard, (laughs) into the court, and then back up our driveway. So he's just kind of going around in a big circle, and our neighbor doesn't care that he drives through the grass. And he's just going around and around and around and around. And I realized that our neighbor just installed a ring doorbell. And I looked at that ring doorbell, (laughs) and I thought, oh, my gosh, I bet you he gets a notification every time (laughs) (laughs) that truck (laughs) passes the ring doorbell. And sure enough, about 10 minutes later, here comes my neighbor, and he goes... Do you know I have 10 videos of your kid driving on my phone right now <laughs> oh. because of my Ring doorbell. So I just I just imagine him like rolling over in bed as his phone is like bing bong bong bong, bong and, and it's my kid driving past his door a thousand different <laughs> times. So Sorry, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Kelly. I know you're listening to this. Um, So that was just really, really cute and sweet. Um, So my fail, though, is so as I'm wrapping all these like monster trucks and all the littler stuff that I got for him, I used this really cute wrapping paper. It had these little giraffes on it and the giraffes were wearing bow ties and it was really cute. But it was that it was that like shiny, thick wrapping paper. Sure um that it turns out is too difficult for a 3-year-old to rip. <laughs> so he couldn't open any <laughs> of his gifts. Because not only is the paper too thick for him to rip, but I ran I was like running out towards the end so I was doing that like patchwork quilt move where you like extra tape it with these little pieces and stragglers that you have left so it's taped nine (laughs) ways from sunday and it's this thick paper so at by that by the second gift he's just handing us the present going can you open this (laughs) when all i wanted is just to watch him rip it to shreds but he literally could not open these gifts
2: i give you props for even wrapping the gifts
0: i love to wrap the gifts (laughs) because i like the tearing well maybe
1: next time you use comics
0: I mean, what an idiot! (laughs) I mean, so so my message to you is, pick your paper wisely. I don't know if you can do like a test tear, you know. But think about (laughs) your your child's strength. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You
0: need to know how strong (laughs) your child is. Yeah. So he couldn't open any of his gifts because they were locked up tight. (laughs) (laughs) So, anywho. um, I picked our moms in the headline story today because um, we're going to talk a lot about our own achievement. And so I want to talk about maybe how we project that onto our kids. So a lot Mm -hmm. of people have probably been following this whole college admissions scandal. This was a big deal a couple months ago when it first broke because you have um, very, very wealthy people who are essentially bribing their kids into college. So they were doing it via um, having proctors uh, fake their SAT scores. They were having, um, they were doing crazy things like faking that their kid was on the rowing team Mm -hmm. and photoshopping their bodies onto water polo players to get them into a school based on their (laughs) non-athletic abilities and these fake photoshop things. So it really was crazy. And a lot of people were upset about it because it was one of those things where the privileged few are taking advantage of the system and potentially taking a spot away from someone more deserving to go to these schools. So. Here in the last week, um, Felicity Huffman, the actress, was sentenced for her role in this college admissions scandal. And so she, if you don't remember, she paid $15 to the mastermind of this scandal to have a proctor doctor her daughter's SAT scores, in part because she claims, as she told in a letter to the judge, she didn't want to be a bad mother. <laughs> Okay. So this article that I pulled today says Felicity Huffman's bar for being a good mother is wildly high. So, um, let's start with you. What did you, like, what did you think about this whole college admission scandal in general?
2: I mean, here's the thing. It's sadly, I'm not surprised. I know, you know, it's like, um, so I'll, I'll tell you a little, little story background. So my My dad used to try to do a lot, like he would try to control and like if something wasn't perfect, he'd try to fix it and do things for me. So I, but I got the point and I moved away. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I I, I need to figure this out. I need to know how to do these things on my own. So to read this and to see her doing like, I just want to be a good mom. Like Mm -hmm. her whole reasoning is just, um, yeah, like it's just, this is what she surrounds herself with. This is her company, which is but this is her reality.
0: So where do you think you got the notion um, as a young teen that, that this wasn't the right situation that your dad was trying to control things?
2: You know, I was like, dude, I need to learn. I'm going to college. I need to know how to cook. I need to know how to do dishes. And then, and then I also... I remember myself separating me being athlete to me being smart. Okay. Like, that was my sister's jam. I'm not smart, you know, and Dad would try to do things for me, literally. Like, this is ringing a bell. Like, this is dear to my heart. He would would actually, I would do my homework, and he would look at it, and he's an engineer. He was an engineer. And he would try to perfect it to make it perfect. And so then I started, what do you do when someone's doing something for you? You start to, like back away, back away. And like, okay. So it wasn't until later when we get into the coaching biz and stuff that I reclaimed my, my smartness and went back to school to, to prove to myself, oh, I love writing. I love doing these things. I'm really actually good at it. And imagine if I did this sooner. So when I hear this and when I read this, I'm like, oh, this poor girl, like get out of there. Do your thing. Yeah. Do your work. So, um,
0: This is the first time that you've actually heard of this whole college admissions scandal. And I was interested to talk to you about it because you have kids kind of knocking on the door of college Mm -hmm. and SATs and all of that stuff. So how have you broached the idea of getting your kids ready for these tests and getting them ready for this next phase, and you know, you can't necessarily control where they go, or what they do, or...
1: Well, I think that it's kind of a lot to do with how you raise your kids to begin with. With my 15-year-old, she actually took the ACTs last year, because we just wanted to kind of take a practice test, and see how she was, especially since we homeschool, we wanted to make sure that we were on the right track with the things that she's learning, and she did great. I mean, she's she's getting college letters in the email now. Like Mm. they don't send them in the post Mm. anymore because that's old people (laughs) like me, but, um, she's getting emails and they're like, congratulations on starting your sophomore year. Like they're going to pursue her all (laughs) until she's ready to go to college. But, I think this is more a reflection on the parents than it is about them really wanting to help their kid. Because if they really wanted to help their kid, they would teach their kid how to learn and how to do it themselves. Really, what they want is their kid to make them look good. And it trickles down. I mean, now, when my husband was in 4-H and uh, in the 80s here in the Quad Cities, he had a prize-winning bull or Deer or something (laughs) 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 I was never in 4-H but now the parents do all of the work back then like we were thinking of putting our kids in 4-H and all of my friends who are younger and farm and they kind of know what's what they're like you don't it doesn't really mean anything anymore because the kids aren't really Really? doing any of that work they're not doing the projects the parents mm. are doing it. And I'm sure that there's yeah. exceptions to that. Of course. But when you get to that level, there's a lot of money to be made. Because when you have a steer that wins the blue ribbon and gets to go to gets to gets be the grand champion of our fair, which is huge, there's a lot of money involved. Mm. So the parents are taking over at that level. And so we would make our kid do it. And that, it's kind of like what you were just saying. Like, we're not going to be competitive if you actually have yeah. the kid do the work. So that kind of thing is happening here in the Quad Cities, not just with rich people, right. but with farmers too. That, that's so <laughs>
0: yeah. disappointing because yep. I don't see how this does your kid any favors. No, I don't I either. don't see where they benefit from this. Mm-hmm. Right. It's such a short-term benefit. Right. It has no... It no has life skills. No, yeah. nothing. Yeah, and
1: yeah. I mean at the younger levels, those projects that you see, you know, those are th- that's different. But with the animals, for sure, it's a lot of the parents.
0: So, is there like a psychology there? What what is it that that happened in in?
1: the The parent's life life, (laughs)
0: that
2: they now said like you know as a parent now I better do it this way it has to come from somewhere right yeah so so when I hear that you know I even think about like just in the early stages even in preschool or like early development where it's like this fear of making a mistake like within her you know I know if I looked at myself like okay fear of making a mistake or I better I better do a really good job so she's totally projecting obviously Mm -hmm. onto her kid like okay well I'm gonna do it for you so you don't look bad so there's this fear of messing up so then this poor girl doesn't have the the confidence to even go go in and do that and no, I was and
1: she wouldn't have any resiliency she wouldn't no. be able that daughter is in such sad shape she doesn't trust herself I bet like
2: in the humility yeah. amongst mm-hmm. peers to be like oh okay I didn't even know better so how many how much is being done for her even without her mom. Maybe the nanny is doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then
0: on top of that, you're going wow, you didn't, you didn't trust that I could do okay on this SAT. Mm -hmm. You had that little faith in me that you didn't think I'd be able to go to a good college on my own. Right. Right. You know, that's also kind of devastating.
2: Yeah. Well, and that's empowering your children. So then like looking back, I was mentioning about my dad and then looking at my little girl. So when she's doing something, I just stay back and I watch her. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see some, there's some parents that will be like, oh, do it this way, honey, or paint this way. And then it's like, so we have to Kind of catch ourselves in the process of like, what what is, what is this about me more than our mm-hmm. kid, right? Mm-hmm. So there's that piece.
0: Well, so the next big thing is for Lori Loughlin, mm. um, because she refused to, she played Aunt Becky on Full House. That's the way a lot of people remember her. She's also on a lot of Lifetime movies and things. And so she Felicity Huffman, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So she, Felicity Huffman, took the plea deal. Lori Laughlin did not. And so Felicity Huffman now got 14 days in prison, whereas Lori Laughlin potentially now faces 40. So... That will be the next, no, years. Years. 40 years. Yes, because they got her on money laundering as well. Um, In addition to the wire fraud, her husband is also implicated in it. So
2: it's.
1: All to get their kids into college. To get their kids oh. into college. Are those two
2: uh-huh. friends, were they friends? Before I don't I knew think this? so. Okay, I don't totally think separate. so. hmm Yeah. Wow. But
0: yeah, it's fascinating stuff. Just it's let them really go to a state school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no can do. Apparently, <laughs>
2: I have a good you know. I went to let them Northern take a, a gap
0: year. Take a gap <laughs> right. year. Find yourself. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I want to get into your expertise now. Um, do you do you want me to call you Coach Rue? That's kind of, yeah. Does that feel good? Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) So today we're recording this on a Monday. This episode won't come out until Thursday, but I want to know how you start your week, how you get Monday off to a good one, because I know we all dread Mondays so much.
2: Yeah, yeah. So something that I do religiously, like brushing my teeth, is writing. So I wake up, I wake up before everyone gets up and i just write like what's my intention this week, right? We always have a goal to do, and some days we may not crush it, but i start off with writing like what are what what's my gratitude? So five gratitudes, and then i'll just write like what do i want to accomplish today? So then then i'll go and get my 30 minutes of cardio in, whatever that means, usually it's running down the street and around the block. And then sometimes I take I, I'll keep it real. Sometimes I have time to take a shower. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to you got today did I take a shower? I did like the body wash kind of thing. Nice. You know? Nice. Uh-huh. Good for you. The bash hour. <laughs> um, I would say another word, but I won't to keep it PG. Um, <laughs> so, and then I dropped Zoha to school. So, um, but really setting the intention. Cause I find if I'm like rushing out the door, it's going to set the tone of the day and I'm going to feel really chaotic.
0: Well, what's an example of an intention? Is it something small? Is it something that that you need to accomplish by the end of the day? Is it like a
2: to-do list or is it more like a dream sort of a thing? That's a a good question. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Intention. So you think of like, um, it could be something so small. So today I am going to not say sorry. Oh, I like that. (laughs) So rather than saying sorry, I'm going to say, you know, thank you for your patience or um, something a little more powerful, right? Uh, Because when you hear sorry, it just sounds really depleted. So just coming up with either a word or a way of showing up or, or, you know, even in conversation, how you're going to, how you want to, how you want to be. So. Uh, so yeah, so each morning I think of something that uh, maybe I'm struggling with. Maybe I'm feeling a little like, mm, I'm not killing it as a mom today. So how can I like shift the, the paradigm and maybe feel a little better? Okay, so, mm-hmm. interesting. How
1: do you decide? Like, can you have the, I won't say, so I'll use some empowering language every day this week it, or do yeah.
2: you change it up? Oh, 100%. Yeah, whatever is true to you. So whatever you feel is coming coming on so like um if I'm late taking my daughter to, to school or something I'll be like okay well we're gonna fix that and I will show up you know like 10 minutes earlier so whatever's coming up for you I in see the moment that, I see. Yeah. yeah yeah that's what I do with um a lot of different coaching clients too is just like okay all right so if someone's struggling with something like how can you show up just pick one thing though and show up differently does that make sense pick one thing yeah. and
1: show up differently yeah
2: mm-hmm So maybe
1: instead of trying to power through this afternoon, I should have gone and, like, taken a little rest.
2: Taken even, like, two minutes Mm -hmm. to breathe, right? We, like, power through to Mm -hmm. the thing to the thing. But I think it's all about bringing it back to ourselves of, like, all right, how am I feeling and how am I doing right now? So.
0: Before we dive a little deeper into your coaching, give me a little bit of background on your education.
2: Sure. So. Okay. Um, Went to, graduated doing textiles, apparel, and design, and moved to New York. And from New York, uh, I was there at a time like Sex and the City, 20s, you know. Fabulous. Loving it, right? And then I was like, you know, I'm doing fashion, but then 9-11 happens, and then it was like, life's too short. They were filming a movie at my Citibank, and I was like, oh, how do you become a background actress? And then I fell into that, which led me to L.A., and then (laughs) there was a common theme where I would just kind of, like, try the next thing, try the next thing, but the common denominator was um, I was always landing these amazing opportunities, but how do I take it to the next level? Okay. Right? So whether it was with friendships, whether it was, like, relationships, I was the, like, oh, where do you want to eat? Wherever. what where do you want to eat? What do you want to do? Um, even with guys, I would like set them up. Even if it was a guy I liked, I would set them up with a friend who liked him. Oh my gosh. I was like, give, 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 like give it. here. you go. So you
0: find yourself where doors would open, but you're not walking through them. You're letting somebody else walk through them first.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Amazing opportunities. But then it was like, oh, I've got the job. But the, the piece about not having that muscle in my brain about um, doing the work, right? How do I get to that next level? So things were, I was kind of victimy, like, oh, well, this person got the promotion, and this person, you know, they I, I set them up, and why not me? And so there was a common theme throughout my okay. life, which was happening. Uh, and then my best friend was just went through a breakup and was doing a personal growth work. And I was like... I think I was 35 at the time, and she told me about this program in Chicago, and my parents were living in Chicago, and so I was like, oh, it's a twofold. so I'll go visit mom and dad, and I'll do this weekend course and just see what it's about. So Friday to Sunday, you know, Friday you go and you meet some people, and you're like, oh, gosh, I would never hang out with any of these people. (laughs) Who are these weirdos? (laughs) and by Sunday I'm like exchanging digits and like oh my god you're my best friend I love you and um and that's when I quote unquote popped where I was like oh my goodness I have been running away from some situations at home and just carrying myself the same person with me everywhere so I decided that moment I was living in LA for 10 years I decided I'm like I I need to move to Chicago okay. and, and do some of this work so I I continued on with this, um, with this weekend course, which was a transformational leadership course for a year. And as I was working myself, they also had a graduate program. And that's when I decided I'm going to do the unthinkable and go back to school and write two papers a week and all about my upbringing and my childhood. And (laughs)
0: so you're doing (laughs) a deep dive into Roo.
2: Ooh, yeah. (laughs) What did that teach you? It was, um, oh, and during that dating myself as I'm dating others. So it taught me how to, uh, I was like, oh, people will hang out with me even if I'm not smiling all the time. Oh, I can, I can actually like say what I want and ask for things and, and, oh, I'm getting more results that way. If I don't like something, Um, that whole year, it was interesting. A year and a half of doing that work, I (laughs) attracted my husband. Right? Law of attraction. It is something out there. Uh, And at 40, I got married and was prego with Zoha. Wow. (laughs) So, yes, it was, you know, I was running away. My mother has mental illness. So, all my life was kind of, it was very quiet at home. So, I wanted uh, answers and I looked to others for those answers. So, this was the first time I was honing in to be like, wow, I can control my results. And I, you know, just gauging like what I like, what I don't like, um, and understanding that I don't have to be everyone's friend. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. So, um, right there on your client website page,
0: you say that you help people learn and understand how to process their emotions when it comes to food relationships, career and personal development. I, I'm so curious why food is the first thing you list. <laughs> food. Why food?
2: Uh, how many times do we find ourselves emotionally eating? Or Constantly.
0: <laughs> right? I am the emotional eater. Yes, yes. I had a brownie earlier. Go on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yum. Do you have any more? <laughs> oh, God, don't.
0: <laughs> no, but I, I find myself, yeah, if, if I'm feeling bad, Food is what I reach for always, and I can tell you, I can tell you, my entire childhood was that way. Mm. That I always
2: turned to food. So w- why? What? What is it about food? Yeah, that comfort, right? Yeah. Um, Even when we grow up, you know, it's it's like, oh, eat your. Did you grow up in a home of um, finish your plate before you leave the table? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And where you would sit at the table for hours. <laughs> because Protesting. I didn't finish my
2: peas. Yes. Still hate peas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, um, or a celebration is birthday cake or something sweet. So, mm-hmm. so I have a huge sweet tooth. Uh, but it, it is, it's cognizant being cognizant of like, okay, what emotions coming up for me? And a lot of times, sometimes we don't even know what's coming up for us. So we're just like putting things in our mouth and we don't even know it. So yeah. Salty, maybe angry, you know, and the, the sweets may be like, I need comfort. So instead of going for that hug or, or asking someone, you know, like, Hey, and having that conversation, we may be stuffing it down with, with, um, food. So why is
0: that listed first? I mean, is this something (laughs) that, that, that is a very common theme for people or does food, our connection with food have some sort of impact on the way we live the rest of our lives in our careers and our relationships,
2: or are they totally unrelated? Oh, it's totally related. Yeah. It's, it's more about if we don't know what we're feeling in the moment, right? If we're not really able to, and a lot of times, you know, if I asked you right now, name a feeling, fear, anger, joy, sadness, or hurt, what would come up for you? Tired, tired. Okay. So, <laughs> so th- <laughs> tired would be, um, sleep, which would be like, would be more of, um, avoidance of like a feeling, if that makes sense. So, so really pinpointing a feeling of, okay, you're probably tired. You have little ones, you work really hard. So how do you feel about if you named a feeling about all the things that you're doing? Oh gosh. Um, a little defeated.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah. So defeated. Yeah. So fear, joy, anger, sadness, hurt. So maybe hurt. Mm. So maybe not being able to ask someone for help or feel like you have to do all the things or Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> We're getting deep up in here. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> okay. You're you're <laughs> you're getting in you're getting in. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make Jessica play. <laughs>
1: okay. All right. Well, we so already did this last week and I don't have any feelings. Remember?
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then next thing you know, there's like a tear coming down and we're hugging. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, cause we power through and we try to be so many things for so many people. And so then it's, it's more a place once we can understand what we're feeling in the moment, then we can, rather than having that that outburst when the husband comes home or having that meltdown, we can, like, in the moment say, you know what, babe, I need I need some help right now mm-hmm. or I need you to pick up uh, the child or, you know, I need 30 minutes. Like, taking 30 minutes upstairs, that's something that... Because guys have no problem saying, I need, a, I need a nap, right? I need to, you know, peel away for a minute, yep. but for us to just, you know, really, okay, I'm feeling overwhelmed. That means I need to stop and step away, so asking for help rather than going for the dark chocolate yeah that
1: brings up a really interesting point because that is an ongoing conversation that my friends and I have with each other is that our husbands all of us they just disappear Mm -hmm. like one will go out for a smoke another one will go out to work in the garden mine just leaves to go to work like (laughs) because the farm is there you know he just leaves Mm -hmm. and they don't even let it like let us know that they're going they just know they need a break they feel like they deserve it and they walk out
2: the house and then they see you and they're like what's wrong babe why are you so testy do you are you on your period (laughs) 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 you know (laughs) so my husband knows better not well um, sometimes he knows better not to say that but yes I'm like we work together, too. That's the other piece. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, but um, but, yeah, so really being able to speak in the moment of what you need, what you want, how you're feeling, that helps you to identify. So with the food aspect, mm-hmm. it's more of like, OK, I really have been like, I've been going to the suites today. What does that mean? Maybe I need more connection. All right. I need to schedule a date night with my hubby, or we need to connect because I'm not getting my yearnings met. I'm not, I'm not able to, um, to get my hugs in or, you know, feel connected.
0: So, um, I feel like that all makes a lot of sense, but then I also feel like somebody at home listening to this will go, Well, what a bunch of garbage that is, because (laughs) I don't have enough time in the day to stop and think about my feelings and my emotions because somebody's yelling for me in the other room. Mm. And, you know, life doesn't slow down
2: for me to pause and and be in my feelings. Mm. So what's the answer to that? So I would say everybody has a cell phone. Everybody has a timer on their cell phone to even once an hour to put a little timer and just to be like all right connect what do i feel even if you can like name a feeling or figure out a feeling once that alarm goes off that was that one second that you just connected to yourself to just like bring it in to be like oh i'm a person i have feelings i have a body i have something just to remember that you are the sole provider of you and then you take care of the kids i think we get lost in the shuffle of like Kids first, then husband, then me. Mm-hmm. So really honing in to be like myself, then hubby, then kids, and getting, checking ourselves. It's that plain thing of put
0: the oxygen mask on yourself yes, before helping your seatmate.
2: Yes, but then in the heat of it, right? Like when Zoe's pop- popping in, you know, crying or coming into my bed, you know, I want to give her all the things, but also remembering it brings it back to like, okay, well, I can be a better mother if I'm taking care of myself mm-hmm. first.
1: Yeah, and I think that, check-in kind of a thing is a really interesting component of it because we I bet most of the people out there listening did not grow up in a home where people were like oh how do you feel <laughs> right. uh, you know like stop crying that's enough oh toughen up you'll be fine you're emotional not that big of a deal you're making too big of a deal out of it you know all of those things that we those messages we were sent our whole lives so I think that by taking that one second to regularly check in throughout the day and think, what am I feeling? Even if it, even if your end goal is to not eat a bag of Twizzlers, you're, you're still doing something great for yourself just by that one thing. That's a great way to self-care.
2: It's, you know, and if you find yourself lashing out or being angry with a child or like you feel like a little off to be like, okay, well, what what's really going on here? Yes, the child is like, challenging me consistently but also what's it coming what's coming up for me or what is this reminding me of you know whenever there's anger like my father would hold the anger in the household so I was the jokester and the happy person and that's what I do and so just to honor like okay it's okay if I'm pissed off it's mm-hmm. okay if I'm angry and what's the why behind it right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
1: that's really good
2: so going outside the home, your other um,
0: your other focus is on career, and um, workplace, mm-hmm. and going after your goals in whatever your um, work life is. And so you have um, you have this concept of going from someday to day one. What does that mean, someday to day one?
2: Yeah. So how many times do we we tell ourselves that we're gonna do it later? Mm-hmm. We're gonna call up our best best friend or we're going to plan that girl's trip or we're even like daily on a daily basis of like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll work out tomorrow or the whole New Year's resolution and or after the birthday. OK, just had my birthday. Now I'm going to go hard and hit the gym. But how do we implement daily strategies to be like, all right, today's the day I'm going to do the one thing I'm going to wake up 30 minutes earlier and I'm going to write down what I'm thankful for. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to um, eliminate something like I'm feeling really sluggish. Maybe I need to lay off the carbs or like I'm not going to eat bread today or I'm not going to eat the pizza or whatever it is. But whatever that means for you, it's just picking that one thing and starting today. You don't have to wait until the kids are older when they're back in school or Uh, until they're like out of the house to connect with your husband I don't know how many couples it's really sad who don't even like talk to each other after you know as their kids are in grade school junior high high school and it's like what happened you know Mm -hmm. this is your best friend you gotta stay connected you gotta it's maintenance right you gotta maintain the relationship and that's going to carry over, right, into work, into career. It's going to carry over if you're not really feeling like you're killing it at work. Then you feel a little sluggish and you may not feel like wanting to work out. And then you're going to grab the dark chocolate or the chips, you know, and it's just this vicious, vicious cycle. And so, you know, and the kids are, they're watching our every move, which is scary. And
0: <laughs> Jessica, is there something that you've been kind of somedaying? Do you feel like or or is there a time that you can remember that you you did take it from someday to day one?
1: Well, I think I'm kind of living that now because when my kids were really small, I I was breastfeeding for probably, I don't know, 13 years. Straight, you're a machine. Like no. Let's all let's <laughs> all let's all pause for a moment yes, for a brief round of applause. Yeah. yeah, and or yeah, it was. I mean, it was a little crazy when I yeah. look back at it now. I'm I'm thinking, no wonder I was so I felt so beaten down because I was never alone. If you have a nursing baby, you feel like you can't go on the girls' weekends because you have to worry about how they're gonna you know deal with things and just the dynamic in my house. Like whenever there's a problem with the baby here. Nurser, mm-hmm. take mm-hmm. the baby. You know, it was never, oh, let me see what I can do to solve the problem. Yeah. So, so I think that now being a business owner and, you know, figuring out who I am as a person, yeah. instead of just the identity of the mom, I think is, I'm living that like day one now. I think this summer has been really transformative for me.
0: Mm. So, elaborate yeah. on that. What do you mean?
1: Well, I bought the blog in June. Mm-hmm. And so just learning new things all the time, like everything from how to do a Facebook giveaway to how to r- make a guide look a certain way the all of the things on the, on the website to learn and then teach it to new people, how to recruit writers, how to get people to want to be excited about things, how to promote things, all of the, all of the events that I'm learning about and the things to do. I'm super excited about going to your event mm-hmm. because your event is going to help you get out of your own way, I think, is the goal, right? Like you put up ideas for yourself of why you can't do something or why you're not good at that or like what you said earlier like you're not the smart one, you're the athletic one. Right. And we kind of have that identity in our head of like, well, I'm just so spacey or I can't even find the papers that I filled out, you know, like (laughs) how am I ever going to be able, like I immediately jump from, I can't find these papers. That means I can't even get contracts, you know, like I can't do, how could I possibly think I could run a successful business if I can't do this one small thing? And so changing that kind of attitude is what I'm really hoping to accomplish at evolving, I think would be really good. Um, well, let me jump Lots in
0: there. So, evolving is October twelfth. That's a Saturday. Give people some background of what what people can expect from this event.
2: Yeah. So, this is an experience. This is a, a day for you to to set alone for you and only you. And and if you have a daughter, fifteen years old or above come. Uh, But I really wanted to create a space that, you know, how many times do we not have quote unquote air quotes here that we don't uh, write down some of our wishes or wanting. And so this is going to be a space to want and to be around other women who we see killing it in the Quad Cities, but also we don't hear the stories of how they're struggling and, and the steps it took for them to start killing it. And so just to be in a space of mutuality and working through our own stuff, so is it the kind of thing where there's going to be guest speakers throughout the day, or how's the day structured? Yeah. So we have great question. We will have uh, panelists uh, from the surrounding area. We will have a keynote. So our, our panelists will be Dr. Kit Ford from Argos House. Sarah She's Stevens, amazing. She is so amazing, so amazing. Sarah Stevens from the Beautiful Project. Uh, Katie Thompson from the Market. From the Market. Uh, Leslie Klipsch, she's co-owner of Cowork QC and Empower Tanzania, and uh, who else? Heidi Husekamp-Collins, financial advisor, and so all these women were on the panel in April, and the reason why I'm bringing them back is to show that, hey, they were on the panel, but how has life transformed in the last six months, right? And then we have our keynote speaker, Bushra Amawala, who is from Chicago, at the... Young, ripe, age of 19. She ran for Cook County in Chicago, and she's 21 years old, and she is on the Skokie school board, and she's just like killing it. She's this young woman who's like, okay, I see underrepresented, you know, woman, so I'm just gonna run. And yeah. So it's really, it's really cool to watch. And then uh, small business owners will be there, vendors, and we're gonna work through some stuff. Of course, I'm gonna make people feel and work through some stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. <and> Coach them. <laughs> coach and coach them, (laughs) (laughs) but it's fun. And we have a DJ and we're going to get some movement in. So it'll be, yeah. Well, in
0: terms of the Quad City area, the names that you mentioned are some big time names in the Quad Cities. I mean, women who are really making things happen in their own individual specialty area.
2: Yes. Yes. And celebrating, right. And being in this place of togetherness and, and again, sharing the trials, the, 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 you know, the, the hurts, the pain, the juggling, the families, all the things. So sometimes we just need to hear another person's story so we can know that we're not alone.
0: And if you weren't busy enough, you also have your own podcast. <laughs> it's called real talk with Rue. You have 35 episodes. So I feel like I'm sitting here with a veteran cause
2: oh! <laughs> <laughs>
0: because I'm new to the podcasting world. So, um,
2: how, how, uh, how did your podcast get started? Oh gosh. I, Denise, I, I sat on it for, like, a year. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <Right>? me too. <laughs> I sat on it, and I was like, oh, I'm so busy, and da-da-da. And you then finally... From, you went
1: from someday to day one?
2: You wow. know, go figure. Wow. <laughs> Practicing what I preach at. Sometimes you just need a little nudge. Um, and so, yeah, so I have to give my husband that credit to be like, all right, when are you going to start this? So I ripped the Band-Aid off and went for it, and yeah, we're going. I'm going on a year. So yes, um, throughout my journey, throughout life, uh, interviewing authors, uh, people that have been on my path in New York, LA, and uh, Quad Cities, and just interviewing how they've gone from some day to day one, and how they're they continue to thrive and and work out work through their stuff. So, so
0: generally, it's just a, a conversation about their
2: path and how they became who they are and. And, and we, we wrap it up with, um, feelings, huh? Go figure. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll well, ask if them. you do like that witchcraft with them that you did with me just <laughs> now, I mean, I <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. But yeah, just uh, diving into yeah. like their feelings and just like, uh, and getting up close and personal and asking them some questions that maybe, you know, you'd want to hear. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, awesome. So I also want to talk about what's going on on the blog because um, you have done some intensive research on the best coffee shops in the Quad City area. So that guide is out now. Yes,
1: the coffee shop guide is live as of today.
0: So what did you find? So this is at Quad City Moms blog. Um, So what did you find about coffee shops in the Quad Cities?
1: Well... We have a lot of them. <laughs> and there are
0: a ton, especially in the past six months. Yes, they've just exploded. Just,
1: yeah, it's a great business to be in, I think. And I think that as moms, we always have that joke of like, coffee o'clock Eating in the and morning coffee. until about yeah. four and then it's wine time you know <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the narrative which you know you don't ever want to be relying on caffeine maybe if you were in touch with your feelings more Yeah, no.
2: I, <laughs> everybody needs a nice glass of wine <laughs> and <Yeah>. coffee
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway so the coffee shops um they're they're great i mean a lot of our coffee shops are locally owned even the big brands they're franchised here in the quad city so it's still a local owner okay. even if it's if it's a national brand and they provide a little bit of everything there's a different vibe in every one and i would just encourage everyone to go check them out the way our guide is structured is that we had a couple of sponsored po- a couple of sponsored coffee shops and then people's recommendations when people i just put out the question to the facebook group what do you what's your favorite and when people answered that's what i put in there and then we have other ones where no one really recommended but i know they're still good right but i didn't have quotes so. Yeah, and I also only have limited time, so I had to stop somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: where can you tell? Can you tell us what was the most recommended one on your list?
1: A uh, couple of the most recommended ones were Dunn Brothers and Coffee Great Hound. Great one, yeah. And then um, 392 Cafe. Yeah. Yes, the, new, yeah. to yeah, I'm
0: new to Davenport. New
1: to Davenport. On the Moline side, there's QC Fuel. Wow, um, oh, then the names are
2: Milltown 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 dead poets Milltown, yeah yeah there's so many good ones and
1: java java in downtown Davenport is also really good yeah both of those businesses got flooded out for a long time yeah and so they're still trying to recover so it'd be great if we all went and got coffee and gave them support and also the places have food more than coffee even if you're not a coffee drinker you can get smoothies there's lots of things there that will appeal to everyone.
0: Drink local is what we want to say. Right. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about is the the Mom's Day that's coming up yes, through the blog.
1: Sunday Fun Day. So I actually have a giveaway going. This is going to go live Thursday afternoon. Yes. So people who have bought their tickets by Thursday, I'm going to draw one of the names from our list of people who have bought a ticket, and I will refund your money. So you're going okay. to get a ticket for free if you buy it before Thursday. And so Sunday Fun Day is not really going to be about feelings. It's going to be about <laughs> connecting. It's going to be about relaxing. It's super casual. We have one vendor intentionally. I just wanted one exclusive person. She sells really fun things like T-shirts that say, you say which like it's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> or a T-shirt that says, go ask your dad. You know, just those kinds of sassy um, graphic tees. And then she has home decor for fall. She's got all of these amazing homemade fabric pumpkins that she just whips together. It's amazing. Like her Facebook page, she kind of shows you behind the scenes on how she does some of the things. She has decals for your car or your computer. So something for every price range and all super cute, all local here. She's just a mom who loves graphic design. Um, And then we've got bottomless mimosas and Mm -hmm. we have snacks. (laughs) The the J-Bar is taking care of us. And so we're just going to like talk, we're gonna have conversation starters so that people who are not comfortable talking to people will have something to talk about. I've got roving conversationalists coming whose job it will be to bring out the people who might not feel comfortable talking. So, so it's gonna be casual, but it's gonna be really fun and really relaxing. My goal is that you leave feeling restored and ma- meeting new friends. The
0: hardest thing I think about going to an event is feeling like if I don't go with a friend, I'm going to be the person who showed up alone yeah. and then I'm going to end up slinking out of there early, Yeah, you know? So like, I, I feel like you just need to say, please don't think that you can't yeah, come alone. Please come, come alone. Come, and, come alone. and chatter and meet yeah. with people because that's always my really barrier. if
1: friend, I still would love it if you guys met other friends. Like, I don't want it to just be someplace where you go and hang out with people you already know. I want it to be a relaxed setting. I don't want anyone to feel pressure to do any of these things. But we'll also have games, like table games, you know, like you would play with your kids, but just fun ways to get conversations going. I just want um, women to connect with each other and relax. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, have someone take care of them. And we're going to have a couple giveaways. That'll be good. So where can people get tickets? They can get them on our Facebook page under our events. You can get them at Eventbrite. Look up Sunday Funday. Quad City Moms blog Sunday Funday. And I hope that you come.
0: There is so much going on. So I'm going to include the links um, to everything in the show notes of this podcast so you can refer back to it. But so I will tell you where to find Real Talk with Rue, how to get signed up with Evolving coming up on Saturday, October 12th, where to get Sunday Funday tickets. So you are not going to have any shortage of things to do in the (laughs) Quad City area. And I love that they're both about enriching yourself, whether it's, um, you know, something deeper, uh, like with Rue or if it's just a more of a relaxing, um, you know, connecting networking sort of a situation. So thank you ladies, both for being here. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can people follow you on social media?
2: Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at coach Rue with a number one, and then on Facebook at coach Rue. Jessica, go ahead. So, um, my personal,
1: Instagram is Farm Fresh Jessica and I also have a Facebook page that's pretty much the same thing. And then Quad City Moms Blog, Instagram is QC Moms Blog and we have Quad City Moms Blog. On Facebook.
0: All right. So follow both of those. Follow at Denise WQAD. Please subscribe to the podcast so that you get it delivered to your phone without having to do any extra clickety click. It helps us out a ton. And then please tell a friend about us. We are growing and we're doing awesome. And it's all because of great word of mouth and people sharing. So thank you so much. And thanks so much for listening.
2: Thanks for listening to
1: On a Mother Level from the Tribune Audio Network. Tribune Audio Network. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go.